<laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me this week on Laughter and Positivity with Pete. And today I have got the amazing Duncan Cook. Now, Duncan is a laughter yoga ambassador and master trainer for Laughter Yoga International in Canada. But don't be put off by, uh, put off is not the right word, is it? Um, uh, Disguised by his accent because his Canadian accent isn't quite there yet. Is it, Duncan? It's in between. I'm getting there. <laughs> Mid-Atlantic, they call it, I think. Is it? From north <laughs> of the border. <laughs> so, Duncan, look, thanks a lot for coming on. It's been, you know, it's been a while. Bit, like, I mentioned it a couple of times and we, we got there eventually. And obviously, we're already talking about other things, you know, the teacher training and stuff, which is really, really exciting for me. So, um, and it's just be really good today just to get to know you a little bit more because obviously we've touched on a few things in our previous conversations, but the whole premise of this podcast is for people that are listening to, to really get an understanding of how laughter yoga has helped you as an individual. So how did you discover laughter yoga, Duncan? Oh, well, okay. So yeah, I'm resident in, well, actually, I've moved around a lot in, throughout my life, and that continued on in Canada when I moved over to Canada from Scotland, and that's going back to 1993, so that's 28 years I've been here. Anyway, so uh, it might have been early days. It must have been very early days in the, the history of laughter yoga. It would be 1997, I'm at home, and... Uh, <laughs> just sitting in the couch like anybody else would be. And uh, at that point, I was tuning into BBC News Channel um, because I figured that that was a good way of finding out what's going on in the world. And so anyway, so there was a newscast about this doctor in India who was uh, leading people in laughter sessions in a park in Mumbai in India. And uh, <laughs> so sure enough, there he is, you know, the cameraman is there and there's a there's a group of people that's this circle of people. And this doctor, this doctor is going from person to person around the circle and he's going eye to eye and clapping his hands and going, ho, ho, ha, 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 ho, ho, ha, 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 and then moving on to the next guy. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there <laughs> quite bemused by the whole thing. And I'm wondering, hey, there's no way you would get me doing something like that in a public park, you know. But I had to hand it to him, you know. The, you know, he was out there, he was doing this thing, and I could get what he was doing, you know. Just this getting people laughing, getting people moving. And so I held that in my memory bank uh, for a few years. Um, and then it faded away. But in 2003, in 2003, my life had reached a point where I was seeking prof professional help, believe it or not, <laughs> mm -hmm. professional help for some of my issues that I'd been carrying around with me for quite some time. And so uh, I found myself in a two-day workshop, and it was exploring issues of anger, issues of rage, uh, uh, 
emotional issues. And so one of the one of the tools that it, this uh, it was a psychotherapist. It was a group therapy session. One of the tools that he brought in was laughter. And so he challenged the group, and this was an all-male group, 14 of us in this room, and he challenged each one of us together to laugh for one minute. And so so that was it. You know, the the glove was on the table, and it was like, okay, either, you, either you're in or you're out, and, you, you know, you can sit in the corner and, <laughs> you know, do your own thing, but, or you can join in with everyone else. And he said, either way, I'm starting now. And he started laughing, uproarious laughter. And it's like, we're all looking at each other. And by the end of that minute, by the end of that minute, all 14 of us were rolling around, laughing, hee-hawing. And just, you know, the emotional release that came along with that, it was, it was incredible, you know. And that was, that was a pivotal moment for me in finding something that I can, that I have within me that I can use for my own health, for my mental well-being, and for my, you know, I don't know, just my the expression of who I am, you know, yeah, through laughter. <clears throat> so you mentioned sort of anger issues and stuff, and I mean, you know, obviously I know from off air that, you know, you used to be in the chef industry like I was, uh, which yes. is very high pressure, high, you know, <clears throat> high just stress basically but you know as as chefs we just deal with it and it, it's crazy because you think about it, it's just like right you put us near knives hot pans hot water hot uh, oil and just uh, you know and uh, did, did, did can you remember times where you were back in those days where you used to lose your lose your cool and lose your temper and stuff well definitely definitely that was my go-to response for anything that was uh emotional that was going on in my life uh, and so here was the thing, like my my attraction in the cooking industry, it's a high pressure, as you say, like go, go. Um, and there's that adrenaline rush that comes along with it, you know, and it's basically that that we work through to get the job done, you know, working on that adrenaline. And and uh, certainly in the kitchen, <laughs> in, in the hospitality industry, in the in the engine room, like the cooks are, you know, they're going to it, you know. Um, and so that adrenaline, that adrenaline, it's like, you know, it works its way through the body. And, uh, well, the end result is burnout, you know. Mm. Um, so so as a young man, it was like, okay, this is great, you know. And uh, as, as the years were going on, I was feeling myself getting burnt out, you know, and always, always on that edge, you know, to perform to get the job done. And so, so eventually, eventually by the age of 33, um, I find myself where it's like, this isn't working for me anymore. And, uh, you know, it was suggested to me that I needed to look elsewhere, get some guidance, some suggestions, because the anger was, it was becoming uncontrollable, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that was, um, it was also sending me into a depression, you know? Like the anger, pushing the anger down, holding the anger, pushing it down, depressing that energy. And so when I found this uh, psychotherapist, and uh, there's so many of us, you know, the the model of um, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen, you know that? <laughs> well, that was it. It was time for me to get out the kitchen. And, uh, and along with that comes feelings of, uh, um, what is it? uselessness, hopelessness, mm -hmm. 
um, you know, because that was my career. That was my profession. And it was no longer working for me. I was no longer working for it. I was, I was basically a mess. And so this is something that was life changing for me. You know, there were other things at that time. There was um, uh, issues of uh, alcohol abuse, alcohol use. Nowadays we call it alcohol use rather than alcohol abuse. Mm -hmm. um, but that was certainly a big part of my uh, life was uh, reaching out for things that would help me to get the job done, you know, to get through life. Yeah. And it was working until it wasn't working. You know? <laughs> so, so just rewind back to when you were in the room, you know, with the the fourteen others, and and you're all there for you know the same reasons. And so, what once you laughed and you had that because you said you laughed for a minute. I'm sure it went on for longer than a minute if you were all in that in that 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 space at the time. Uh -huh. At what point did you realise you wanted to dive deeper into that feeling that you had then and there? Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, and just to be clear, it was it was one minute. That was it. It was like, okay, you're we have one minute for this exercise. You're either in or you're not. And thankfully, mm -hmm. all of us got, jumped in. Um, but the other thing about that, uh, Pete, was what he wanted us to notice was the calmness that came after the the laughter, and that's mm -hmm. important. Is uh, and it's it's like a pure uh, expression of energy, you know, that, you know, full, full bodied laughter, expressing all that energy, letting go of that energy, and then taking the time just to be peaceful, to be quiet, and to notice the difference before and after the exercise. And so, so with that, with that, what I made was a firm commitment to myself to continue on with this group therapy, which went on on a weekly basis. And funnily enough, that's where I met my wife. My wife. <laughs> I met my future wife at group therapy. <laughs> and the rest is history. You know? And we're still together. And that's what we've been married now 14 years. So I did make the firm commitment that I was going to attend to my personal health, my personal well-being especially my mental health. And so laughter yoga has played a huge part of that. It's given me a purpose, it's given me a direction, and it's given me a connection with others. Mm -hmm. So how, how would you say it's like enhanced your life then? So, so like say 2003 was when you had the, set, the, the session and you started going to more sessions. And was laughter mm -hmm. part of that weekly session? Did you do the minute every week? Or that's when you went, I need to dive in deeper into the <coughs> yoga? Uh, okay. Uh, well, the laughter, the laughter made a, a big impact on me personally in that initial two-day introduction to therapy, uh, and ongoing on a weekly basis. We would we would do different topics, subjects, and there's lots of other things that we can do to to bring a different a different viewpoint to the way we view the world. Myself, I, mm -hmm. and uh, and so laughter kind of went into the background. But what happened in 2005, uh, Madame Kataria was coming to town, Toronto, uh, doing two-day trainings for laughter yoga. And it was suggested at that point by this therapist that I should join them and, uh, you know, learn how to laugh, you know. Because, you know, like dealing with emotional, emotional issues, you know, it's not always pleasant. It's not always fun, you know. 
And so I was getting embroiled in this personal shift that I was dealing with in my life. And so it was becoming clear to my therapist that this this guy, he needs to learn how to laugh. You know, mm-hmm. he needs to laugh more. Fortunately, this particular therapist, he was a personal friend at that time of Madame Kataria. And this therapist was bringing Madame Kataria uh, to to start promoting laughter yoga in Canada and to set up trainings, particularly in the Ontario area, and that would be Toronto. And so Madan had been coming over for a few years now. So in 2005, I did the two-day leader training for laughter yoga. Amazing, um, amazing. And and how, how like, I always like to reminisce, because I, I remember the first time that I did the full session, that I did, you know, just discovered it at a festival did the whole thing and it just blew my mind how i could make myself feel as good as i did without any any substances basically just to make me feel high really um how did you feel after that first full day with madame i've by lunchtime by lunchtime i felt like you know here's something that i can use to change my life you know I was more immediate. Well, it wasn't immediate because, like, I showed up in the Saturday morning. Okay, uh, introduced myself to this fellow, uh, Doctor Madan Kataria. He's looking me, he's looking me up and down, and I'm looking him up and down. And it's like, okay, no, no words are being spoken. <laughs> and then, so we start doing laughter exercises, and this is okay. Well, I've heard about it, but now I'm experiencing it, and it's like it's a. It's a shift. It's a shift in consciousness. Like, you know, basically, basically, we're laughing for no reason, no apparent reason. We're bringing in some exercises for the breathing benefit, for the stretching, and to assist with us becoming comfortable with laughing for basically no reason. But there's no getting around it. Initially, it's uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I was in mid-morning, mid-morning, I'm thinking to myself, hey, this is going to be a long weekend. This is going to be a hell of a, this is going to be like a week in the jail, you know, let's get through this. And then I made the decision, by God, I'm going to make sure I enjoy myself, you know. <laughs> and that was a breakthrough moment for me. It was like, rather than like moving away from, you know, every the whole group that's laughing and I'm kind of pretending to laugh and not really enjoying I made the decision. I've paid my money. I'm going to enjoy this, and so that was that was the moment where I really got into it. I really the the laughter became authentic. I couldn't help laughing at the antics of everybody, and it was that group dynamic. Like everybody's in the same pool. We're all doing the same thing, and we're all learning in the same way. By lunchtime, we broke for an hour. I came out of that room. I was totally enthused. And I could see the possibilities in my life. And not only that, I could see in my past life how I had prevented myself from enjoying myself, mm. you know, how seriousness had taken a hold of me, how my life was so important uh, that I couldn't get over myself and how the anger was a net result of all of the tension that I was holding within. And that had dissipated by the end of the first morning. So I went for lunch and my mind is going, wow, <laughs> you know, the possibilities, you know, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. enjoy life. And that that has never really left me. You know, I, like uh, in the 16 years that I've been involved in laughter yoga, 
like you know life goes up and down and valleys and dips and peaks and you know we have our highs in life we have our lows in life but any time that I've resolved myself to come back to practicing laughter yoga I've always felt the benefit mm. you know uh, yeah. and so it's never failed me in that regard my my regard for laughter yoga is the same now as it was then it hasn't changed and I've noticed that in people that do get involved and the the connections that are formed and we're talking worldwide connections you know yeah, especially yeah. now that we're all on zoom <laughs> we're in our square sorry. i know we're in our little boxes on the zoom on the zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, always, I always like to say that um you know i like we're all probably like five foot one <laughs> we're all just like when we meet each other like that I know the great leveler. Yes, bro. <laughs> we've all got that two-inch square, you know, piece of whatever it is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think if if we were like six foot eight or whatever, it'd be more like yeah, just all right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> So, um, oh, yeah. so Duncan, Duncan then, so obviously that was 2005, right? Now, you know, as I found out quite excitedly, excitingly the other day about you being a master trainer, I mean, do you, do you want to mm. just tell me about that story as well, like how you progress from just being like the two-day leader training to... to okay, you know. yes. Okay, so I did that two-day leader training and I could have left it there, you know, but I didn't want to leave it there, you know? Because when we're going out the door and it's like, you know, the, the group is wrapping up in Sunday afternoon and it's like, okay, so where do we go from here? And the it was suggested, if you want to keep laughing, you need to find other people to laugh with you. This is a group dynamic and the real benefits come from the group. Um, so if you, want to, if you want to keep this going, go home, start a laughter club, encourage some people to join you show them what you're doing and you're the leader that's the that's the main purpose of the two day training is to give you the skills and hopefully the confidence to to become the leader of the laughter group and to encourage others to laugh and to follow a basic simple you know structure and you know once you have the structure then you can basically forget about the structure because the group has been formed and then you're starting to really play with each other and that's where the magic happens where the creativity comes from the group dynamic. But it takes the person to go on from the basic two-day training to make the next step to make the commitment to start a laughter club. And I didn't really have that. I wanted to find a laughter club that was already in, you know, and I knew that there was a person in the town that I was living in uh, that had done the training previously. So I managed to get this guy's phone number. I called him up and I says, hey, look, I've just done this laughter yoga training. I love it, but I want to join your group. Uh, and he says, he says, well, he says, <laughs> he says, I tried it two or three times. It didn't really fly with the people. And so if you want to do the laughter club, you're on your own. Good luck. And the phone went. <laughs> so that was it. That was it. If this was going to happen, I was going to have to do it on my own. You know, uh, fortunately, I was able to persuade my wife uh, to join me. I took the unheard of step of going to my local community center, like, you know, the seniors community center, rent space. And that's how I did it for the first three Definitely three years. On a weekly basis, I rented space at the local community centre. I put ads out. People came. People left. People thought it was crazy. But gradually, by and by, uh, a core group formed. 
And funnily enough, it was about five of us. And that's how Laughter Yoga started, with five people in a park. Mm-hmm. And so there was I could depend on a weekly basis that five people would show up. Maybe not the same five people, but we had a pool of maybe 12. And we could basically guarantee that there would be five of us. Sometimes more, uh, sometimes less. Sometimes on the odd occasion, there would be me. And it's like, okay, time's going on. I'm not going to be here on my own. And so I'd go home. But mm-hmm. I kept the commitment to have it on a weekly basis. So that went on for three years. And out of the goodness of my heart, I was doing it for free. I was renting space and I was offering it for free. And then my financial situation changed. And uh, the group decided at that point, we want this to continue, so we'll all contribute. And so it was group contributions to make the, the group carry on. And amongst all of this, I decided I don't want to be the only person in town doing this. I want to encourage other people to do what I've just done. And so what I did was I signed up for a teacher training, and that's a five-day process. That's where you have the authorization and the, the additional skills and support to train other people to become laughter leaders. And then they go on and do their own clubs, and, and then we're forming a network, you know, a network of clubs. And so that was, uh, uh, actually, I did that training in 2006, and I would be doing, like, you know, little workshops to get people motivated, you know, trying to convey the information. Uh, And that was going on for a few years. And I got to, in 2009, I I got to a crunch time. I says, okay, nobody has really grasped this concept of, you know, going ahead and doing their own training and doing their own laughter club. So I says, I'm going, to make a, I'm going to make a workshop, and if people don't show up, that's it. That's the end. I'm not going any further. And so, so, <laughs> so I had this workshop all set up, and it's like, okay, it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. And the thing was, it didn't happen. You know, there was no extra people coming in saying, hey, I want to learn this. So what happened was it was around Christmas time, and I'm saying, okay, I'm, t- I'm, I'm done with this. But what happened was I got a phone call. I got a phone call from a kid, uh, a 17-year-old kid uh, from a neighboring town. And he says, I've just been online. I noticed that you do laughter yoga. I want to learn laughter yoga. So that was it. I had given up on the whole thing completely. I'm saying this isn't going anywhere. Then I get this phone call. And as soon as I got the phone call, it was right, I'm on it. I'm going to make this happen. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. at last, finally, somebody wants what I have to offer. So... Myself, my wife, this kid, 17-year-old school kid, and his cousin, we we did a two-day laughter yoga training. They both left with their certificates. And it was, I think it was one of the, like I've done maybe 26, 27 trainings since then, but that was the special one. That was the one that was so special because it broke the like dry spell. Mm-hmm. It gave me that motivation, the inspiration again. It was just that experience of sharing what I, what knowledge I had with others and for them taking that and appreciating that and going on and doing their own thing. And that, from, that was in 2009. And so between 2009 and 2013, I think I did about 26 trainings. Uh, then what happened by that time was there were more people doing trainings and so the numbers were coming down and so it wasn't it wasn't uh, economically viable. Mm-hmm. You know, it was costing me more to put a training on than it was that I was getting back. You know, to rent space, 
to put yeah, all the yeah. effort into it, to take time out of my life to do that. And so at that point, I reached another, uh, okay, what am I going to do from here? And by and by, the the years went by. I think it was in 2015, I got a, an envelope through the mail. It was a, it was a letter from Dr. Madan Kataria. So I opened up the letter and it pops this ambassador certificate, ambassador award. I'd been recognized for my achievements in laughter <laughs> for flying the flag for so long. You know, it's like, here you go. Here you go, buddy. So I was quite, I was quite chuffed. I was quite chuffed with the whole thing. And so I'm looking, I'm showing my wife and I'm saying, hey, look at this. And her response to me was, hold on. If he's going to give you, if he's going to give you an ambassador award, get back to him and ask him for the master trainer certification. That's where we need to go from here. There's there's lots of teachers out there, but there's no master trainer in this area. Get back to him. Tell him what what do I need to do to do the master trainer. <laughs> so we had a conversation, and uh, another ultimatum. Okay, so it's going to be extra expense, and so at that point it was okay. Do I have enough confidence in the way that this is going and my life is going where it's going to be uh, a viable for me to make that extra effort, the the time involved, the money involved, and to become a master trainer, which is basically what it is. It's an authorization to run the teacher trainings, you know, to create more teachers rather than more leaders. And so, and then, then in that way, things are going to expand more. So I did. I took the. I took the risk, and I extended myself financially to do, to achieve that. Um, and I did the training, and so here I am. That would be. I think it was 2017. It's either 2016 or 2017. I achieved the the recognition, the authorization, the certification as master trainer. Um, and so, since then, since then, I've re, I've re, and I've reapplied myself into like contributing towards the community that is forming of mm -hmm. laughter yoga. You know, connecting more with other laughter yoga leaders, more uh, other trainers, and so like working together. You know, one person working on his own uh, that is kind of insignificant. But when you connect with that network and you you make those connections with other people who are doing what we're doing, then it just, when you look at the bigger picture, there's a lot that's happening, you know? Yeah. There's a lot that's happening worldwide. So uh, I have no regrets. I have absolutely no regrets. And it's not my, it's not my daily work of life, you know? Um, I do have a regular job, but this has been, it's like a vocation for me. Yeah, it's yeah. like something something that I can put my energy into in a positive way and get positive results. So, and it so doesn't you, come so with it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't come without its problems, you know. But yeah, that's, that's the growth that happens. Yeah. So so I was going to say so so obviously you've 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 taught leaders, you've taught teachers, you've obviously run mm -hmm. many a session. Now mm -hmm. there must be a few standout memories from sessions that someone's come up and said something to you that's made you just go, wow, this is really like, like touched you personally to the core. Yeah. There's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of really standout events that took place in a, as a result of the laughter session. So I'll tell you one of them. Um, there was a period of time in the town that I was living in um, 
where the local one of the local hospitals is geared up for like seniors in recovery from maybe uh, stroke recovery, uh, hip fracture, you know, and so it was an older it was an older uh, population in the hospital, and so I was being brought in on a rotational basis, like every eight weeks, I would go in and sit with a group and you know just explain the basics of laughter yoga, the principles, and do some demonstration and do some exercises. And that was running quite well in favour of the hospital staff because the nurses were noticing that the people that were attending these sessions, these groups, in the days leading on, their whole personality was different. You know, they were easier to work with. You know, they were more upbeat. They were more alive, basically, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so there was one particular session. I showed up for, you know, the afternoon session, 2 p.m. I show up and I'm in the room and people are slowly coming into the room, wondering what they're getting, (laughs) what's in store. Uh, And there was this one particular woman in a wheelchair and the nurse was pushing her in the wheelchair. And so she came in. Now she was... I'm interrupting. You. Okay, just hold... I'm right in the middle of... This. Okay, thank you. Okay, I've just had some... Uh, did you hear that? Charlie Watts? No, Charlie no. Watts has just passed on. So oh, that's okay. really sad news. Yeah, right. my wife had to tell me that. So anyway... Uh, sad news for everybody. Uh, big Rolling Stones fan, and I'm sure my wife had to tell me at that point. Mm-hmm. So, on with the story. So here we are. I'm in the session. People are being led in. There's a woman. Must be in her mid 80s. Uh, she's non-responsive. Eyes closed. Heavy set, and she's in the wheelchair. And so I'm sitting there. We're all in the group, and she's non-responsive. But I'm telling the I'm giving the guidelines, some basic instructions for people to get benefit out of laughter. And so I'm showing them how we do the the ho, ho, ha, ha, ha to set up a beat, a rhythm, a ho, ho, ha, 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 ho. And so we're doing this. And lo and behold, lo and behold, the the woman in the wheelchair, she's still non-responsive, eyes closed, apparently fast asleep. But the nurse, the nurse is looking over at her and she's pointing to me and she's saying, look, and the woman is tapping her hand. She's tapping her hand in time with the beat. Okay. <laughs> and so, and then next thing, next thing, her eyes are open and she's smiling. She's smiling. And it's like this, this person who had been totally non-responsive and the nurse herself says, I have never seen anything other than what you just saw as we came into the room. But And so she was totally sold on the fact that the response that came from the group activity of doing the ho, ho, ha, 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 had woken this person up to the point where she was actually engaged in the group. So that, that for me, that for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I walked out of that room, you know, that for me was a major success, you know. And uh, if I ever need to think about is laughter yoga, is it worth it? Yes, it is. You know, all I need to do is think in that moment, you know, the response, the reaction that came from a non-responsive elderly woman in the wheelchair. By the end of the session, she was mouthing, she was mouthing the the words, ho, ho, ha, 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 you know, no sound coming out. But that in itself was a major breakthrough for this person and her caregiver. That's amazing. Yes. 
There's, you know, there's other things that have gone on in laughter sessions, and it's usually unexpected responses that let you know that it's a wow, wow, this has an effect mm. at a deeper level. You know, it's not just, you know, shits and giggles. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some serious stuff there, isn't there? I mean, my my one memory. Well, I've got again many, but this was my first real big laughter session mm. I ran actually, and um, well, it was my first proper one after my training. And this lady came up, um, or this this young girl with her uh, her nan. I didn't realize it was a nan at the time, and and she turned around and said, "Oh, my nan wants to have a quick word with you." And I was like, "Okay, brilliant." And she's just like, "Just want to let you know I've not laughed for six months, and I've yeah, yeah thank you so much." And I was like, "That's amazing." She's like, "Yeah, because I'm in remission," and I was like wow she's just like no seriously i feel really really good today and you've made me you've made me really happy today and i was just like mm-hmm. and <clears throat> holding back the tears for one thing was one but also deep down i was just like wow that's mm-hmm. like you know it, it, it is really you know a lot of people see it from the outside just think like you say shits and giggles it's just oh they're just mm-hmm. messing around having a bit of fun but actually you know the amount of stories that i keep hearing from from people whether it is a leader or teacher that's you know gone through the process and and actually come yes. off whether it's medication or like you say anger issues or, or whatever mm-hmm. it is um mm-hmm. it's it's yeah it's a really deep thing so um I'm quite conscious of the time now, so Duncan, so I'm just going to spin through these next ones. These quite quick questions, these are anyway, and I know the okay. this one. So, so what would you say to anyone who's unsure about laughter yoga and how it can help them? Uh, I would say allow yourself to make the commitment that you will attend, trust the process. And yeah, it's different. And you're going to feel, you're going to feel out of debt, out of, um, out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And allow yourself to become comfortable with being out of your comfort zone. And for me, for me, I go back to my training and it was like, you know, this is, you know, I'm determined I'm going to get some enjoyment out of this. And so it's like jump in, you know, be part of the group. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's where the, the biggest, that's the biggest hurdle is allowing yourself to be part of the group. And it's like all these crazy people. And here's one more. That's me, yeah, yeah, you, know? <laughs> you know, and when you allow you, that's when the shift happens, the shift happens and it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm actually enjoying myself now, you know, mm. because there is that, there is that move from like, you know, what is this? I'm not, I'm not really sure about this. Is this for me? But when you make that decision, Hey, I'm here, I might as well enjoy myself. Then that's when the shift happens. Definitely, you know? definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so I always like to ask laughter yogis for your two favorite laughing exercises, just just to lighten up the uh, the episode. So, so what what are your two favorite laughing exercises that you can run through right now? Okay, uh, well, I'll do one. Uh, one that I really like um, is uh, a very it's great for beginners. People just getting used to the fact of using their body, using their voice, and so it's like you know the one where you extend your arms, palms up. So you reach out your arms with the palms up and then you curl your fingers into a, into a fist and then you're bringing your arms back to your chest and inhaling through the nose. And so you're building up this tight, tight, tight and then just release, exhale. And it's an audible exhale. Allow yourself to hear yourself breathe, you know. <laughs> okay, and so you're reaching out, um, our <sighs> palms up, and then so curl the fingers, make a fist, then come back in again, 
in through the nose, inhale, inhale, hold it, hold it tight, tight, tight. And then this time with the exhale, just go, ah, ha, 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 ha. Ah, ha, ha, And just, just allow you, just allow that. It's all about the voice. It's got to be, you know, it's no, it's no point saying LOL. You've actually got to do it. You know, you've got to say ha, 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 <laughs> And, you know, you know, that's, and you notice, you notice when you're, when it's like, okay, I'm just doing this because the instructor told me to. And then you notice when it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to really do this. And for me, not for him, for me, you know, yeah. and that's where the enjoyment comes, you know? So, so that's a great starter, you know, and you can do that anywhere, at home, in bed, wherever, you know, wherever you, wherever you find yourself. Uh, another exercise, this is my all-time favorite, and uh, any opportunity I get to share it is uh, the aloha laughter, aloha. And that's a, like high, high energy. Um, and so there's a little bit of a setup, like if you're in a session, then the instructor might say, okay, so aloha laughter and so just imagine yourself we're on the beach we're sitting and the sun's coming up and the, you can hear the waves on the shore and you can hear the seagulls and this will be a salutation to the sunrise and it's from you know whatever beach you want to take your your imagination to be so there you are and the sunrise is coming up and it goes so this is it this is my all-time favorite because you know in a laughter session especially with a uh a, a, a group that's unfamiliar then this is really giving everybody permission to really express themselves you know to use their voice and this is another thing i found with laughter yoga i find my voice through laughter yoga you know, after a session of laughing, like, you know, the mind is going, the, the connections are already there, you know, it's like chitter chatter. You know, I was always, um, how could you say, like withheld. I was always withheld in groups. Laughter yoga helped me to become more expressive of who I am and with others. And so sharing myself with others, uh, obviously, like we learn how to speak, but we very rarely talk in the day-to-day world, especially if we're in front of a computer. The, mm-hmm. the, the voice is silent. So in laughter yoga, you might be laughing, but you're learning to use your voice. And so, so there's so many other benefits that come along with the simple practice of laughter yoga. That's amazing. It is amazing. So, so, so Duncan, what they're, like, I've got two more questions for you, right? The first one is quite um i mean obviously laughter is a practice it's a daily practice i mean you know i'll be honest i don't practice it every day i mean i was on holiday last week i didn't practice um uh, did i laugh of course i did i was on holiday with my family so i had little laughter moments but yeah today was the first day that i actually laughed after my holiday Mm -hmm. and i was fired up this morning everything was just back in flow state which was amazing so but i also meditated and i went for a run so there's a couple of habits that i've got as a positive habit so so what are the positive habits do you do uh well the yeah i have i have one positive habit i take my medications i take my daily medications i'm 57 years old the body uh it's not you know 
ages. And so there's medications that I need to take. If I don't take those medications, then my my body, I notice the difference. And so that is the one thing in the course of my life, remember to take your medications. <laughs> Everything else is optional, you know. And I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, okay, as a master trainer of laughter yoga, you might imagine me to be up at 6 a.m. in the morning doing my laughter practice, and it just isn't true, you know. There are days when it's like, I have other things to do. But mm -hmm. the thing is, I always come back to the laughter practice. That's the laughter practice that I've developed for myself, and it's always there when I want it. And I notice that when times get challenging, then it's more important for me to connect with other people, to connect with people who share the same interests as me. And the laughter is obviously a common denominator with all of my friends. Uh, we laugh easily. Not all of them come to the laughter session, but all of my friends laugh easily. And I laugh easily because of the practice. And whether I go for a couple of days or a couple of weeks where I haven't been doing my practice, the laughter still comes, you know, when I when I turn my attention to it. So, um, so I'm in the same league as you, you know. If I'm on vacation, it's not like I'm, you know conscientiously doing my devotional laughter practice yeah yeah so, it's amazing, amazing. because once so, you've got it you, you'll never lose it I, I think you're right you know i think it's it's one of these things where uh, like like i said today i i laughed this morning for 10 minutes mm -hmm. and then and then i was in flow but again i you know i went for a five mile run so i'm sure that had a lot of effect as well and I, i'm not i'm not naive to the fact that running is obviously another good stimulant for the mind and body yes. uh, but it's when you like you laugh with someone for the first time so obviously you've been on my laughter live and yes. you know it's today again another a new convert so i sort of laugh with this lady i said just go with the process and we started with the hee hee the ha ha and then by the time we were in the ho host she was just crying i was just like and i was like how do you feel she's like i feel amazing and it's just like this is it it's just like it yes. but i i think this the, the struggle i have I think this is with a lot of people is getting them to take that second step and the third step. It's not just try this once. It's, it is fun. It's a bit of fun. It's like, you know, you've got to do the second time and the third time. And then. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the one thing that I, my common refrain at the end of a laughter session for new people that have come in through the door, uh, come back, please do, because give it a chance, you know, yeah. this, first session is going to be awkward for a lot of us and it certainly was for me um, and so I do encourage them please do come back even for one more time and notice the difference you know because we do ease into it you know um, yeah. and I'm also I'm also as a as a leader I'm consciously aware of the people who are in the group and that's one of the skills of being the leader of the group is to recognize that who are in the group and their levels and what kind of encouragement they might need, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not all about, you know, as loud as or as long as you can. It's like gentle laughter can have a really powerful effect too. And so you're meeting people at their level and encouraging them to go a little bit further. You know? So it's step by step. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so final thing, or actually one, one okay, where, where can listeners find you if, they, if they're listening in and they want to reach out and say hello? Oh, yeah. If they want to connect with me, I'm on I'm usually on Facebook 24-7. <laughs> but you can, the easiest way to find me online is at the website. It's laughterontario.ca. So that would be 
Oh, www.laughterontario.ca. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I'll put it in the show notes anyway. So anyone who's listening that wants to reach out. And if you do reach out, Duncan, make sure you say hello from me for sure and let them know that, you know, you, you listen to a story. So Duncan, I just, before I ask the last question, I just wanted to thank you for sharing, you know, honestly and openly, especially in the beginning, you know, some of those questions, you know, that, that that's the, the side that I really trying to eke out of all these, all the laughter yogis, because that's the, the thing that I think everyone needs to hear more, yes. more so. Um, yes. But, the defining well, moment the defining Completely. moment that allowed me to yeah be find your voice it. find your voice and and yeah you know control control the emotions that you had which is amazing so i mean what what final thought then so what three things bring you joy oh laughter music mm-hmm. and uh believe it or not dancing when i move my body and you know i was one of those shrinking yeah but, uh, you know, as a teenager, I was one of the guys that would be like, you know, part of the wallpaper in, this, in the side of the room, you know, uh-huh. and it, like boys on one side, girls on the other side. And it's like, who's going to make the move? And it's like, you know, no, it's OK. I'll just stay here, you know. But now I really love I love to dance. You know, mm-hmm. I love the, the movement that comes, the flow, the flow state that comes through dance yeah. and music is always, you know, just hearing the news about Charlie Watts, you know that Charlie Watts has been a large part of my musical life, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, seeing these guys, the Rolling Stones, you know, people call them dinosaurs as well, you know, so what? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> rock yeah. and roll, rock and roll, you know? Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Well, look, Duncan, I just want to like say thank you one more time before I close off and um, mm-hmm. thank you very much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to pecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can. <laughs>